Moncrief on News Talk. Now, something very different. This week marks the decade since the passing of the founding father of Irish animation. And that man was Jimmy T. Murakami. Born to Japanese parents in the United States, Murakami played a pivotal role in shaping Ireland's thriving animation industry. Joining us to reflect on his enduring legacy is Morris Galway, director and co-founder of the animation Dingle Festival, and Vanessa Gilvey, who's the head of the National Film School at IADT. Thank you for joining me. Morris, if I can start, start with you, people might be not taken aback, but surprised that this is the person who sounds so uh, not of Ireland, who was really the guy responsible for the the boom of animation that we live through now. Tell us a little bit about him. Okay, so, yeah, he's considered the, like the godfather of Irish animation. And I think it was Cahill Gafty that coined that phrase from Brown Bag Films one time. Jimmy like was just such an amazing supporter for so many of the leaders in the industry of animation today in Ireland. But uh, he came to Ireland maybe like around 1971 with Etna, his wife uh, from Dublin, Etna, beautiful woman who, who joins us every year at Animation Dingle when we present the Murakami Award. And like on that, I tell you, John, like one of the most important things I've ever done in my career, and I'm 30 years in festival festivals, when we set up Animation Dingle was to call Jimmy and Etna was on the phone and to offer him an award in his name, which we did, and, you know, it's there every year. But he set up um, Murakami Wolf, and, you know, I think he was making uh, Roger Corman's The Red Baron at the time in 71, but Murakami Wolf came about in about 1985 or something like that, 86, and um, they they just, well, he he was directing at the time, he's like, When the Wind Blows, you know, Mm -hmm. the, the Raymond Briggs film, just a stunningly beautiful film, and again, I'm very proud to say, like, we screened that film in Dingle in the Phoenix Cinema with Jimmy present. And that was and a that's, that's a kind of post-nuclear war troubling yeah. kind of animation movie, isn't it? Absolutely. Uh, a lovely English couple, you know, after a fallout, just kind of carrying on with their lives, you know, growing, trying to grow vegetables and eat. I mean, it's a stunning piece of work. And... You know, uh, before that, of course, like he um, was one of the co-directors on The Snowman. Oh, you know, they also Raymond Briggs, yeah. Yeah, he co-directed that with Diane Jackson and, you know, she was involved with Yellow Submarine and films like that. But uh, even before that, he had uh, these two amazing short films. And again, we screened one of them, it's called Brett. And he, that was the overall winning film in Annecy in 1967. And, uh, you know, that's kind of like, you know, the, the main film f- or animation festival for animators. Yeah. But, um, yeah. And what did he have some, an American tale, the one about the mouse coming from France to America with that, I was going to say awful theme tune, but it's kind of nice when I hear it. Uh, well, was he involved in that? Well, I guess, so O'Sullivan and Bluth came. Yes, O'Sullivan and Bluth, yeah. Yeah, so they were making an American tale. That's a deal they made with Steven Spielberg. Now, they did get incentives from the IDA to come into Ireland. But, I mean, the reason they chose Ireland and chose Dublin, because Jimmy would have been here. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that was the beginning, really, of, you know, animation entering into the the schools, you know, as an animation 
um, curriculum and that, and maybe Vanessa can talk about that. But uh, that really launched, I think, the careers of so many successful animators in Ireland today. Yeah. Vanessa, I was going to bring you in there and Morris has already teed you up. Uh, Vanessa Gilvey from IADT. Do you share uh, Morris's approbation for uh, Mr Murakami? I mean, absolutely. Um, And indeed... Jimmy's legacy as the founding father or godfather of Irish animation is so intertwined with us and the National Film School and, and the Institute of Art, Design, Technology in Dunleary, um, as we are a campus of creative, the creative industries. Um, but even some of our teaching staff, like Gary Blatchford, David Quinn, who's from an animation legacy himself, um, uh, the Quinn family dynasty, Dillian O'Dowse, and others, and Steve Woods, who had the original brown bag. Mm was his bag that became Brown Bag Films. That's where they got the name. It's all intertwined completely with Jimmy. Everything, his legacy is alive and breathing in the animation BA that we have. And also we have a master's in 3D animation and a brand new um, degree in 3D animation. But it's also really intertwined with Dingle because I produced a documentary with Shay Mary Doyle, who was a very close friend of Jimmy's, called Jimmy Murakami Null Alien. And um, we, I travelled uh, around the coast, west coast of America with Jimmy and we had this real intimate journey as he went on a pilgrimage, um, which I'll talk about in a second. But just to say on the current students that are studying animation, a lot of our teaching staff knew and worked with Jimmy. But Jimmy, when he closed up his animation company, he had donated all the animation drawing desks to us at the wow. National Film School. And the students still work on those 30, 40 desks to this day. Um, and actually, Gary Blatchford, who's a lecturer with us, he Jimmy gave his desk to, to Gary. And Gary has now given that to me, or rather to us at the National Film School. So I'm in the process of preserving concretely Jimmy's legacy. And I'm working with his widow, Ethna, and her family to further that um, relationship and protect um, Jimmy's films and his legacy. And actually, there's a big um, retrospective of his work coming up in Monster Animation in Portugal on the 7th and 17th of March. So um, Ethna is curating that with them um, as well. But Jimmy was um, Japanese-American, as you know. And as a person, Jimmy was, I knew him really well. He was one of my best pals and he was kind generous and I know Morris will agree with me warm funny really dapper he had kind of like you see pictures of him from years ago movie star good looks and he used to wear the most beautiful clothes like cashmere jumpers and he was really creative but also one thing that came out in the film is that he was really spiritual he was a Buddhist and that was really key Mm -hmm. to his um, and when he came to Ireland he was looking so during After World War II, when uh, Japan bombed Pearl Harbor, um, Franklin D. Roosevelt interned tens of thousands of Japanese-Americans, um, citizens. And Jimmy spent four years in an internment camp in, at the age of nine, ten, um, with his brother and two sisters um, in Tule Lake in Northern California. But nobody knew this about him, only his family. And Shay, being a close friend, met him at a screening at the Goli Film Plan. He was upset after seeing a film, The Cats of Murakitani. And he said, I was in that camp. And that began the journey. Mm. I was working in the company at the time. And that began the journey of making this film about Jimmy's career, but intertwined with this pilgrimage back to the camp. That was the journey that's in the film. And Jimmy talks about when he came to Ireland, after being interned, he was very angry, Mm -hmm. as you can imagine, having four years of his life stolen. And also they lost their, 
you know, homestead. Uh, they lived in um, um, California where uh, Silicon Valley is now, San Jose. And they had everything taken from them. And they had a choice to go back to Japan or America. And Jimmy did both. And he lived in France and yeah. he was very successful. But he came to Ireland yeah. and he said this was the first place that he felt home. Yeah. And he married an Irish woman, obviously. Well, listen, let me children. interject there because we've about a minute left. Morris, can I just... Oh, com- sorry. No, that's okay. It's it's nice to talk to people who are keen to talk. But Morris, <laughs> can I can I just ask you quickly, and maybe in 30 seconds, is it overstating it or is it fair to say there would be no brown bag or indeed cartoon saloon were it not for Jimmy? Absolutely. And maybe even Animation Dingle. You know, he said to me like that he, he'd been to hundreds of festivals all over the globe for what seemed to be the last hundred years, in his opinion, the Dingle Festival was the, the best among them all. But uh, his connections with everybody, it's been a bit out of time. I've, I have an amazing story. I'll tell another people can ask me about his connection with Gregory Peck and Dingle. Can you tell me in 10 seconds? Uh, Animation Film, or American Film Institute gave Jimmy Murakami the first award for an animator in America. Peck was the president they shared champagne together with the kitchen staff smoking cigarettes afterwards. And many decades later, I, I was presenting the Gregory Peck Award and the Murakami Award in Dingle at the same time. You know, it's just okay. beautiful connection. Well, listen, I will tell Sean to have you both back on uh, maybe for the 11-year passing of Jimmy T. Murakami the, th- Murakami, the true pioneer of Irish animation. My thanks to Morris Galway and Vanessa Gilvey. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.